So whether the Sanhedrin HaGadola of 71 Dayanim, whether the Sanhedrin Katana of 23 Dayanim, they would sit Kechatsi Eagle like a semicircle. Kedishi Rowan Zeh So that Shekold Nayan, each Dayan, can see each other. If Ein Yoshim be Eagle Shalom, they will not sit in a full circle. Why? Because the Balidin and the Edim, they have to speak before them. And we want everyone to see each other so that everyone can be medactic in the Bidivrayim, in their words and in coming to a Psaq. And there are two Seferi Hadanim, two like scribes, that would stand before them. One to the right, one to the left. And they would write down the words of the Mazaka, the one that would be exempt. And the words of the Machai, the one that would be obligated. And Rashi explains, meaning both of these Seferim would write the words of the Mazaka, and both of them would write the words of the Machayev. If one of them makes a mistake, his friend can correct him with his ksav. That's Rashi's opinion. But the Rambam writes that no, there were two seifrim. So one would write the divrei hamachayvim, and one would write the divrei hamazakim. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Shloish, there were three seifrim in the Sanhedrin. And one would write the words of the mazakah, and one would write the words of the mechayev, and the third sofer, and he write the, wor- the words of both the Mazaka and the Machayev. So according to Rashi, Rabbi Huda argues on the Tanakhama, it's too much work just for two Seifrim to be there. That each one of them, both of them have to write both the words of the Mazaka and both the words of the Machayev. It's too much. They can make a mistake. Therefore, according to Rabbi Huda, there was a third Sofer. One, one would write just the words of the Mazaka. One would write the words of the Machayev alone. And then the third one would write the words of the Rikum of everybody. Since it's not so much of a Tircha now, so they would not shorten their words and they won't come to make a mistake. So it means according to Yehuda in Rashi's explanation, one Sefer would write the words of the Mazaka, one Sefer would write the words of the Machayev. And one sofer write the words of both of them. And if there is a mistake, so they'll just go to the third guy who's writing the words of both of them and they'll find the correct answer. Though the Ramam is going to explain that the Machlok of Yehudah is as follows. The Yehudah holds that Charach Shlishi needs a third sofer to write the words of everybody. There are two witnesses on the Mezakeh and there are two witnesses on the Mechaev. But there's two different ways to understand Machokas of the Tanakhama and of Yehuda, whether you learn Rashi's Pshat or you learn the Rambam's Pshat. And Mishnah Dalit, Vishalo Shuros, there were three rows, Shaltamidichachamim, Yoshim Lutnam, that would sit before the Sanhedrin, meaning before the Sanhedrin Hakatana, we're referring to. So before the Sanhedrin Hakatana, there were three rows of Tamidichacham that would sit before them. And in each row was the same number of the Sanhedrin. That means in each row, there were 23 Tamidichachamim. Why? Because sometimes they have to add more Dayanim to the Sanhedrin. For example, if you have arrived to L'chayva, we had learned back in Kavish uh, we learned back in Mishnah Aleph, that if you have to be Machriya L'chayva, if you have to judge against the fellow, so we only judge against L'ra L'chayva, I'll be arrived of two. It's not just to have, you know, um, a majority of one more, you have to have a majority of two more. So what happens if you, don't, if you only have a majority of one more? How do you come to a Psaq? So you have to add more dayanim to the pool. Because we know you can only have, you can have the majority of one more 
to be uh, give a psak din for the goodness of the uh, baltin, to be mezakim. But if you be and if you're going to obligate him in some kind of punishment or some kind of psak din that's going to be to his detriment, you have to have a majority of two. So what happens when you only have a majority of one when you're trying to be mechayev? So you add more. How much do you add more? So you add shnayim, shnayim, you can keep adding two, 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 until you reach a total of 71. Remember, the Sanhedrin Katana started off as 23. So you can add a whole bunch of twos up until you get to 71. So therefore, they had to have before them a group of Tamidacham prepared to join the Sanhedrin. So technically, they have to have 48. Why? Because 48 plus 23 is 71. However, it's not the derech to make a row of Tamidic Chachamim that are be more than the Dayanim themselves. So therefore, you can't just have 48 Tamidicham sitting in the Sanhedrin in two rows. Why? Because in each row is going to have 24. The Sanhedrin themselves have 23. They can't be more than a Sanhedrin in each of their rows. And you can't say, you can't make small rows, meaning don't make two rows of 23 and then one row of two, because we don't just make a row of two. So therefore, they were, by four is Halcha Mashiv, they put three rows. Each row had a total of 23 total. Technically, you'd only need 48 at the max, but they had three rows of 23 each, a total of 20, 40, 60, uh, 69 Tamil Chamim total uh, before them. Really, really, they only need 48 at the max, but in order to have all the three rows full, they'd have 23 each. And these as well, these Tamil would sit in a semicircle. Each one would be Kaveya, his own Makam, where he's uh, sitting according to his Chachma, where he's, you know, how great of a scholar he is. Now, what happens if they have to appoint a new Dayan to join the Sanhedrin? For example, one of the Dayanim died. So, they make this smicha, the, the appointment from the Rishona, meaning from the first row that's before them. Because the first row was the greatest And you pick the, the top guy from the first row who sits in the front. The cool, then everybody else, everyone else moves up one uh, seat. So, so uh, one from the second row, the first fellow in the second row now becomes the last fellow in the first row. Then the first guy from the third row comes to the end of the second row, meaning everyone's getting bumped up one notch. And then they would just choose the Talmud Chacham from the Kahal, Moshiv Moshiv to fill up the, uh, uh, the third row, the last of the third rows, to fill up that slot, now that you took one fellow from the first of the first rows. So you have a total of 23 in each row at all times. Yoshev, now this one was, that was just chosen from the Kahal, then Kamoshal Rishon, he wouldn't sit, of course, in the first row in the first seat, like we just said. El Yoshev, he would sit at the end of the third row, because he'd come to join at the end. When everyone is passing from one, one row to the other, you don't just sit in the first guy's seat. No, you always just go in, in you go, you follow in the order of your your the, the order that's set up. Meaning, so basically, you always pick from the top scholar to join the Sanhedrin. Then you pick somebody from the Kahal to join the Tamid Chachamim. And the fellow that's picked from the Kahal joins all the way to the end, the last seat in the third row, and everyone else moves up just one notch. Because you always have to keep the order of seats according to the madriga of their of their their, their Talmudic, you know, uh, knowledge of where they're holding, according to their godless, according to their tzitkis. So we'd have to keep that that set up in order. Alright, we'll hold it here.